hello my listener i'm happy to be with you today again um today i will be discussing on this topic looking without losting um in this article i will uh, be practically differentiating between lust and admiration and then i will talk about how you can embrace the biblical principle of moderation then um, and also let you know how you can live a guilt-free life so that you can steadily grow in grace because one of the major hindrances to spiritual growth is feelings of guilt and condemnation and then finally i'll be offering some practical suggestions that will enable you live a sexually pure life so now let's go on very quickly among all these five senses uh the eyes the nose the ears the tongue and then the skin the most powerful among all of this is the eyes i'm sure you will agree with me now this this is the reason why advertisers and promoters um, are utilizing the visual power to get their message to, to us it is the reason why uh, porn actors are producing those films and also the reason you find sexual scenes in almost all home videos this is why you see a billboard that is uh, advertising motor vehicle tires it will carry them almost naked picture of a woman the goal is to use the visual power to get our attention there is no way you won't look even in the church you will see all manner of things however our concern should be how do we look without lusting now you should understand that looking is not a sin but lusting is a sin of fornication according to matthew chapter 5 verse 28 now let's quickly the de- uh, divine lust what is lust Gen- generally speaking um lust is a feeling of strong desire for something here my emphasis will be on sexual lust so we can now say that lust is a strong sexual desire so let me quickly differentiate between admiration and lust right away is it possible to look and admire without lusting very very possible now this is where most people make the mistake uh, they equate admiration with lust and when you admire somebody and your conscience begin to prick you that you have lusted after the person your tender christian conscience will be laden with guilt and condemnation that guilt is from the devil not from god so i will be practical so that you can really understand what i'm trying to say take for instance as a lady you meet a dark complexion tall and charming young man and you say wow this man is handsome do you think you have lost it after him no what you have done is you have admired him but if you now go ahead and say oh i wish this man i can or i wish i can find myself in the harm of this man i wish this man can cuddle me caress me fondle me and do a manner of sexual activity with me when you begin to imagine those things in your heart and begin to desire them then you have lost it after him 
in, in uh, vice versa maybe as a man you see a lady that wear that wore a very smart neatly well ironed dress with properly set hair and then wearing a good shoe and you say oh lady you look so good and beautiful what you have just done is that you have admired her you've not lost it after her but if you now uh, uh, go, uh, go beyond that level and begin to desire that oh I wish I can have this girl on the bed I wish I can fondue her I wish I can cuddle her I wish I can do this by the time you start imagining those things in your mind that is lost so, and that is the one that is a sin I hope you understand it. Jesus says in Matthew chapter 5 verse 28 that whosoever look on a woman to lust after her, you can see whosoever look, the look is not the problem, but when you now lust after her, the Bible says you have already committed fornication with her in your heart. I pray that God will grant you understanding. In Jesus name so while you look with your eyes lust take place in the heart so when you are passionate about sexual purity your concern will be how to ensure that your looking does not degenerate into lusting that was what Job said in, my, in Job chapter 31 and verse 1 he says I made a covenant with my eyes I will not look upon a maid I will not think upon a maid I will not lust you can see think or lost upon a mate. So, thinking is one of the functions of the mind. So, Job says he won't allow his heart to think or lost upon a woman. So, if you decide to close your eyes, for instance, for how long will you close the eyes? If you decide to look away, for how long will you do that? So, let me give you some practical suggestions that will help you achieve a sexually pure life. Are you ready? Now, one reduce your temptations reduce your temptations now when, when when you expose yourself to pornography pictures pornography videos there is no way you'll be free from lust when your phone is so full of immoral pictures and videos lust will become your roommate so sanitize your phone your devices that contain those pictures take them away remove those source of your temptations remove them because as far as the root of the temptations remain you cannot be free from lost uh, lost now home videos some of them are not spiritually healthy for you if you are passionate about sexual purity you see many home videos now for them to sell sell very well they now put sexual sin there is no way you will be watching actors and actresses kissing themselves Cuddling each other or falling themselves in a video that you two will not desire, remember, desire to do the same thing, and that desire is the lost. So, some of you, especially ladies, you are fond of reading romantic novels. Romantic novels are not good for your spiritual growth because as you read those romantic stories, you begin to imagine those things happening in your mind, and that is lost. So, Job said he will not. He will not add to his own temptation rather he will reduce his temptation so you also reduce your temptation number two moderate your looking when i say moderate your looking i mean that you should be in control of your looking avoid excessive looking sometimes you may not be able to avoid the first look but you can prevent a second look so when you admire somebody 
don't continue to look at the person until your admiration degenerates into lust. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 25, let your eyes look right on and let your eyelids look straight before you. So sometimes the eyes take the snapshot, uh, the snapshot of the person's it looks so you must delete those snapshots you will see it is when you now get home when you are alone the, the, your brain will begin to play the video of all the snapshots it has taken throughout the day so don't think you have overcome lost or think you are so spiritual that you can now look and look and look and look and look until you sin against god you will not sin against god in jesus name now, number three quickly catch yourself when lost is about to set in this is important you have to be sincere with yourself and with god because there is no human being that can see you when you are lost in. only god and you can see you so help yourself once you notice that you are about to start lost in, quickly confess to god what you are about to do and allow the blood of jesus to cleanse you from all unrighteousness don't allow you're looking to degenerate into lusting because James 1 verse 15 says lust will usually degenerate into sin and sin will degenerate into death and death here means separation from God it could be a temporary separation until you confess your sin to God or it could be a permanent separation if you die in your sin you will not die as a sinner in jesus name number four remember that there are other sense organs that directly feed your heart so for instance your ears listening to sexual talk or sexual music with your ears can stimulate lust in your heart talking sexual things forget forget statements from your mouth can make you to become lustful so sexually touching somebody or somebody romantically touching your skin through kissing, hugging, caressing, fondling, all of this can make you to have sexual touch. You should be very careful. Also, intimacy with someone of the opposite gender can make you to become emotionally bound with that person. And if the person is not your legal spouse, you will be battling with lustful thoughts towards him or her. So to preserve your sexual purity, avoid all this as much as possible. Number five, don't get caught up in the web of guilt and condemnation. Don't allow guilt to, to, to weigh you down because they are a major hindrances to spiritual growth. Anybody who is battling with guilt and condemnation cannot grow spiritually so god is the one that gives godly sorrow you, you've done something wrong and you feel bad about it and you run to god what happens at that time is that you are feeling godly sorrow it is god that gives it the purpose of godly sorrow is to drag you to god but the moment you start having guilt and you feel condemned god does not uh, make his children feel guilty God does not condemn it. It is the devil that does that because guilt and condemnation will make you to feel that, that God does not want you and drive you away from God. Anything that drives you away from God is not from God. It is from the devil. So anything at time you notice that you have sinned against God, what you need to do is to quickly run back to God in repentance. God will forgive you and your relationship with Jesus Christ will be restored. Remember, God is not against you 
against you because of your sin. Rather, God wants to be for you so that you can overcome your sin. Number six, guard your heart. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 23 says, Keep your heart with all diligence because out of your heart are the issues of life. And Jesus says in Matthew chapter 15 verse 19 that out of the heart comes evil thoughts. So you should guard your heart. Allow God to guard your heart for you. Confess God and say, God, I surrender this dirty heart, this deceitful heart of mine. I surrender it to you. Give me a heart like your own and God will answer you in Jesus' name. Number seven, begin to learn to walk in the Spirit. You see now, when God gives you a new heart, He also gives you the Holy Spirit to live in that heart. You must learn to relate with the Holy Spirit of God that is living in you. You must learn to listen and obey the voice of the Holy Spirit as He directs and guides you. He will always let you know when there is a temptation ahead of you and it will alert you so that you don't fall into that temptation. What you need to do is to obey, to listen to Him. When your looking is becoming too excessive, the Holy Spirit will prick your heart. He will give you a gentle pricking. He will caution you and say, Hey, don't do that. All you need to do is to simply obey. There is a song that says, Trust and obey. For there is no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. The more you obey the Holy Spirit, the easier it will be for Him to continually guide you. If you obey the Holy Spirit everywhere, every time, you'll be so it will be so fond of you that that you will enjoy that relationship with Him. The Holy Spirit of God will go anywhere with you. Just acknowledge His presence and respect His person. Let, always let him know, dear Holy Spirit, I know you are here with me and I am ready to obey you. Guide me as I go. The Holy Spirit will be so happy to guide you. The Bible says in uh, Galatians chapter 5 verse 16 that, that as you learn to walk in the Spirit, you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. And in verse 25 it says, live in the Spirit and walk in the Spirit. May the grace to live and walk in the Spirit be a burden for you and me in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Please feel free to share this podcast with your friends and loved ones and feel free to use it to educate your teens, the teenagers, even the young adults. And I pray that we all will rise up and live a sexually pure life in Jesus' name. I will see you again in the next next, next podcast. God bless you. Amen.